I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Remember to find your next home at HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. Let's talk about title insurance. What the process is, it's kind of confusing to people. Jeremy Mix with Integrity Title and why you even need title insurance in the first place is so somebody doesn't come back after the fact, after you've purchased the house, you paid your money, you've got your mortgage on it, whatever it is, you moved in, you're happy, and then somebody says, wait a minute, I, I have claim to that title. I own your house. And that can come in d- different forms. They may not kick you out, but they may want some of the money from the value of it. Any number of things could happen. And Jeremy, I'm kind of asking you to add some color here as we go. You want that title to be insured. Well, just getting an opinion isn't good enough, getting a, an attorney's opinion, because what happens if that attorney gave a bad opinion? It's just an opinion, even though you paid him for it. You want it insured. So can you fill in some of those gaps, Jeremy? Tell us what what I didn't include or where to go from there. There's there's two things you can get when you're purchasing real estate. One would just be an, an opinion or sometimes just called a, a search. Uh, and that's where not even an attorney necessarily will go search available land records and then give you their opinion on who owns the property and whether or not there are any liens or judgments or other encumbrances against that property. And then you have an actual examination of an abstract that results in an opinion from an attorney where you can then use that opinion to get title insurance, which would protect you from anything that happened prior to your purchase of the property, whether it's someone coming forward claiming an ownership interest or a a right away or an easement across your property that you weren't aware of. And now all of a sudden they're moving in bulldozers and, and wanting to destroy part of your house to dig up some fiber optic cables or something, you would be protected. You would be made whole one way or the other, either monetarily or they pay to repair any damages that occur. So that that's really probably a more likely scenario is that there's some sort of access, there's some sort of, impediment to the access to your property. Would that be right? Like the easement wasn't filed correctly, uh, that you yes. don't have legal access. Well, and what we're seeing a lot, now, well, I won't say a lot, but in some of the older neighborhoods in the Tulsa area, there were originally when those plats were developed, some of those properties had alleyways that went back between the backyards of the houses that have long since been not technically, but abandoned. And people have moved their fence lines to the center of that alleyway and just kind of taken possession of it. Sure. And now the city is going in and replacing some old sewer lines because they're all old and dilapidated in these old neighborhoods. And some people have built garages back there on the back of their lot. And uh, the garages are having to be torn down in order to dig up the ground to replace uh, the sewer pipes or whatever it is they're replacing uh, the infrastructure down there. And they weren't aware of it at the time when they purchased the house that there was an easement back there and the city could come in and uh, do something, even though, you know, it hasn't been done for a hundred years. They, but as our infrastructure degrades like that, the city's going to come in and start doing that more often. So you paid a million dollars for a house with a garage that is a substantial part of the value of that house only to find out that later you end up having to tear it down or pay extra fees to 
uh, you know, to salvage that structure in some fashion, sometimes unavoidable, that it has to be removed. And that's a, a tremendous loss on you. And you're saying, uh, on, on you as a homeowner, you're saying that title insurance covers that by making sure that um, that all buildings or the entire boundary line of that, as shown on the survey, is legally protected, or it's at least been made aware to the borrower, to the buyer, of what exposures those are. Is that what you just said? Well, no, that's the insurance company will protect the borrower, a purchaser. But what would happen in this scenario, maybe the attorney examined the abstract and missed that right away or lean or uh, uh, easement that went across that prop the back of the property. Right. And, uh, and nobody knew about it until the bulldozers came rolling in. And uh, that's when the insurance company would come in and look for why do they think they have the right to come in and start digging up the ground to replace the pipes. And then if they find the easement and it was missed, uh, you would be protected as the homeowner and the borrower, the bank would be protected. And it's up to the insurance company, obviously, to decide how they want to resolve that. And there's numerous ways. Uh, one would be they just relocate you. If it's a garage, they'll relocate your garage for you and pay to move it forward 10 feet or, or whatever they need to do. Or they'll just maybe vol uh, monetarily compensate you for the loss in value of the garage. Uh, or they may negotiate with the city or the telephone company or whoever it is that has the right of way that's coming in to make repairs or replacements to perhaps reroute it around your garage. Pay that additional pay the extra for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, but the, you know, that's up to the insurance company and obviously the owner, they would all work together to try to find a resolution, but it puts it on they someone else, another entity, which is the insurance company. Yes. So I had an attorney, uh, thank you for that clarification, by the way. I had an attorney that many, many years ago, uh, loved him, did a great job. I got a, uh, I trusted him to, to fix something if it was wrong. So I just got an opinion. This was one of my very first investment purchases. Just got an opinion. When it later it came back, there was something on it. He would have fixed it, except he died. And so that kind of brought up the value of title insurance that I think I had to pay $1,500 to have that fixed. And title insurance would have covered his opinion. He would have done it if he had been alive, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have that built into my contingency plan. So I kind of see, see that title uh, insurance in a, a little bit different light. Well, and, and to be clear, you know, if an, if an attorney does something for you and goobers it all up, ideally they've got uh, malpractice or not malpractice, but liability, errors, and omissions insurance themselves individually to cover their work they do. But I can tell you there are a lot of attorneys that practice law without that insurance because they think there's no need for it. I don't, I don't know if they think they're good enough that they'll never make a mistake or that the risk is low enough that they don't need to concern themselves with it and they'll just pay the damages if they ever occur. Well, uh, so that's where you're protected through the title insurance if you get that. Those are nationwide publicly traded companies supposedly have all the money in the world. You'll be protected. Uh, you don't have to rely on hoping that your attorney has insurance the lesson of title insurance jeremy mix with integrity title uh, jeremy always good to have you on the show thank you right, thank you daryl you're listening to the market expert show with the hp realty i'm daryl baskin